So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and today I'm joined by the embodiment of Keith Scott. Is he a ghost? Is he him in flashback? Patrick Stogner is here. Patrick, thank you so much and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And you'll be honored to know, Simon, this is the first podcast I have ever been a part of. So there you go. Nice. You, you've debuted on you you kind exactly. of come in at the top you know it's only downhill from here. <laughs> yeah yeah joe rogan get out of here yeah <laughs> exactly well well thank you so much uh for joining me uh so much to talk about but if i could just take it all the way back to how you got started in acting so obviously you got started uh, at an early age like where were you a local to Wilmington and you sort of got involved that way or through school or how did it start? Yeah. So, um, so I really started out doing, uh, the first thing I ever really did that got me any attention was, and I attention from the right person is the key word here. Um, I did a play at my church at the age of four or five and, um, the director and yeah, this was in North Carolina, not Wilmington. I grew up in, um, Durham, if you know where that is. Um, and so the director happened to be good friends with, um, a pretty well-known North Carolina agent. So she connected us and it pretty much just took off from there. Um, so, you know, I also did Dawson's Creek, which shoots in Wilmington. It was a two hour drive from where I lived at the time. So, so auditioning and shooting in Wilmington was, was a pretty easy thing to do. Um, so yeah, that was, yeah. And Dawson's Creek, uh, so we also cover that as well, yeah. but not not in the same depth. Like we're doing like one episode for the for each season. Uh, but I, you were with, oh, I've forgotten his name, but the kid that was from Jerry Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you got to meet Joshua Jackson and James Vanderbeek. I mean, what was uh-huh. what was that experience like? I mean, you, I guess you yeah. were too young to be watching the show at that point. Yeah, you know, and whenever I did a show like that, you know, I, I I would always see at least like what I was in. Um, I was never in anything that was that was so bad at a young age that you know you hear about kid actors like I'm not allowed to watch my movie. It was never like that. So, so I saw it. Um, and I think I think I was seven when I did Dawson's Creek, but like, and I definitely there are parts of it I remember, but on the whole, it was. I was seven. So it's like, I remember very, very little of it besides standing with X, Y, and Z person taking pictures, you know? Um, But yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was a great time. When you're that age, everything's fun. When you're that age, you know, you have to, you have to be on a real miserable set to end up not just having a blast when you're, when you're a kid. So, yeah. For sure. So um, was there anything else like of, of note that was sort of, you know, a great experience between Dawson's Creek and One Tree Hill? Um, definitely. I remember a lot more of One Tree Hill, so I'm sure that works for you. Um, yeah, I mean, One Tree Hill was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, Wilmington's a sweet place to, to hang out for a a couple weeks shooting something. Um, last time I was there, I actually shot an episode of a show called Hightown that aired, um, about a month ago. Um, and that shot in Wilmington. So that, that had actually been the first time in a while that I was back in Wilmington shooting, but it's a great town. Um, one tree Hill. I mean, uh, yeah, it was, um, me and my mom, do you, do you have like specific questions you want to ask me or you want me to just tell you kind of whatever comes to mind? I mean, how do you, how do you want to, 
<laughs> all of it both <laughs> i mean Perfect. i guess i guess how did you how did you get cast in it and were you familiar with the show beforehand even if you hadn't right. watched it like had you heard of it and, and how I was, yeah I, I definitely had heard of it because it was you know my first episode was in season three and it had already become pretty popular by that point as far as I remember um and being in North Carolina like you know a lot of the same like I had the same agent as um Lee Norris who played uh Mouth mm-hmm. um and so I think especially the New York or excuse me the North Carolina acting scene like you know, people are obviously aware of that show right off the bat because they're casting all out of North Carolina. And um, so I, I don't remember the first audition that I did for it. It was, you know, I was uh, 14 when I did the first episode. So it was like, you know, my, my North Carolina agent, I'm sure just, you know, sent it to me in an email and me and my mom probably drove down to Wil- over to Wilmington Um, and so when I did the first episode though, it was just like the little one scene flashback kind of thing. Um, and I guess the, the, the first pretty fun bit of the whole experience was it was originally just slated to be that one episode. And then, um, that first episode was directed by John Asher. The rest that I did were Mark Schwann, I think maybe John Asher, one other one, but, um, but the way I heard it, the two of them just, quote, really enjoyed having me on set and thought I was cool. So they decided to write me into two more episodes. And then the same thing happened and they decided to write me into two more episodes because they, I guess, liked having my dumb ass around. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so that was pretty fun. I was, I was glad I was able to make a good uh, impression when the cameras weren't rolling. So uh, got me some extra work. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it was, um, I'm sure you've talked at length about the whole Mark Schwann controversy on here. Um, that was obviously nothing somebody like me would have been aware of at the time. So my experience as far as he goes, and again, he's relating to a kid, but my experience with him was obviously positive because I was a small teenage boy, but, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and John Asher also was awesome. He was so much fun. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, overall, really great experience, even though I obviously wasn't interacting with um, a lot of the cast that is, I guess, at the time was what my age now, probably in like late 20s. Um, but um, but shooting with uh, both Dan and Keith, and I feel like an asshole because I am blanking on both of their names right now. Do you know them? Paul, Paul, Paul Johansson oh, and Paul, Craig yes. Yep. Yep. Paul and Craig. Yeah. So they were both fantastic people. Um, I find, you know, in my experience, the people who play assholes or the people who play the villain or the bad guy, I don't know if they do this consciously, but they always are the nicest people in the whole production. So like Paul was incredible. Um, and so working with him was, was really fun. Um, good guy knew how to work well with a kid actor. Um, and then um, I actually had, this is probably a little, something fun for you. The, uh, the one scene that I shot where I was interacting with um, all three of the young female leads, uh, Bethany and Hillary and Sophia, um, was what I thought was one of the coolest scenes I had ever shot in anything. And they cut it from the show. And okay. it was... Um, It was like a, obviously I haunt Dan all throughout the thing. And, um, but it was this dream sequence where we were seeing 
inside of his nightmare that I was like haunting him through a nightmare. And it was this sequence with um, the girls all in cheer uniforms and like skipping rope and doing chants about like they were taunting Dan about how he killed Keith and everything. And I was like there, it was on a basketball court and I'm just creepy walking all behind them and like doing it. It was really cool. And I was pissed that they cut it, but uh, that was actually the only time I interacted with the, the, I guess you would call it the, the main young half of the cast at large. Um, but uh, yeah. And then I think the other, the other fun thing I had was um, after I did my third episode and we kind of had the, okay, he's really done. Um, from the producers, I had always had like pretty long bushy hair as a kid and I wanted to shave it off. So I buzzed my head immediately after I wrapped on what I thought was my final episode. And then like a month later, sure enough, they call back and they're like, Hey, we want him for two more episodes. And we're like talking to my agent, like you got to find a way to let them know gently that uh, <laughs> cut all my hair off. <laughs> and they ended up um, spending, I think, something like eight or nine thousand dollars to fly a wig maker from Los Angeles to look to study pictures of my hair and make me a wig that looked like my own hair. That's so in the, last, in the last two episodes that I appear in, I'm wearing a wig. <laughs> That's crazy. That's yeah. wow. What commitment to uh-huh. did you get to keep the wig? Surely you got. No, no, I did not. Unfortunately, <laughs> honestly, I don't think I would have even wanted to. By the time, by the time I was done with that thing, I was I was so sick of it. It was not comfortable. <laughs> but yeah, they did okay. a pretty okay job with it, though. No. Uh, well, we we're not quite there yet. We look forward to getting to that point. The oh, okay. episode right. we just covered is the was season three, episode uh, seventeen. So it's like you've just started haunting him. Okay. Um, gotcha. What was the episode name on that one? I would recognize them when you say them, but I've forgotten now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, who, who will survive and what will be left? Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Cool. Well, as we're so right, you're, you're 14, you you're coming into one tree Hill and you're coming in, you come in a couple episodes before the big reveal that Dan shoots Keith, right? How much of that, were you aware of like were you did they tell you that well they must have told you obviously that you know you're going to be haunting him but you're playing the child version of him like how were you fully you know uh informed about all of that stuff I uh and to go back and answer part of your question I forgot earlier I had only seen the show when I booked the first episode and I don't think I started from the beginning. I think I think we figured it would be good to go back five, six episodes before where I was going to be and start watching it. Um, so I had very minimal knowledge of it, but enough that I knew the characters and knew the storyline. When it comes to Dan killing Keith, um, I think that I knew that that was going to happen because they had maybe just before that episode reached out and kind of generally explained what was going on and that I was, they wanted me back, but not as a flashback as a ghost. So I think I knew that Keith died in some way, maybe, I don't know. I don't think I maybe knew every detail of how it happened, but after I did that first episode, we did keep watching it for a little while. So I think we were maybe still watching it 
regularly when that episode came up and then it was like, ah, okay. So now, now let's get to Wilmington, get to work. Now he's dead. Here I go. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. And then to, to sort of take it back a little bit further, I mean, did, did you keep anything from, from the production? Like we always ask all the cast members, this, did you keep any mementos? Right. Only, um, only leads and famous people actually get away with that. Boy, uh, I, I've tried. It doesn't really happen to, and, and maybe I'm just bad at it, actually. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't really like, to be honest, the, there wasn't really anything that I would have even been dying to keep from that. Like I'm not, um, you know, in terms of mementos, it's like, I have certain things that are like maybe a crew member gave something to me or like, um, but not, not like a prop or a piece of wardrobe. Um, there have been very few times that I've frankly been in wardrobe or been interacting with props that I'm like, I gotta have that. So, (laughs) um, yeah. And, and even at the time, the way they dressed me, quite frankly, wasn't really my style. So I was like, eh, you know, I was okay to take it off and leave it in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, the kid that plays younger Dan, there's a point where he like kills a, a raven in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's a dark, twisted little kid right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was that kid like? Was he cool? Did you have a good Yeah. Friend? Yeah. He, he was really cool. Um, and we, we kept in contact for a minute. I mean, like at least after the first episode, um, cause then he, cause he was also in my second, maybe not my third episode, but I know we did my second episode. He was also in the, the Raven. Right. So, um, so yeah, we, we kept in, in touch like between the episodes and then um, randomly ended up finding each other at the airport on our way uh to go shoot and and we would hang out on set obviously he was the only other kid remotely my age on set so we were we were you know pretty much glued at the hip that whole those couple episodes um after that like lost contact pretty quickly not for any particular reason just it happens but uh he was yeah he was a cute kid yeah and then the moment of truth have you ever watched one tree hill in its entirety have you ever watched the whole show nope (laughs) And have you only just so and the episodes that you were in, like when when you at the time, did you watch them like a couple of times? Like because it was like an exciting thing because you were young and stuff. I I have seen my bits multiple times. I think I don't know that I ever even watched the entirety of an episode that I was in more than once, maybe twice. Um, but yeah, I mean it's you know, by the time by the time I had finished the fifth episode, it's not that I disliked the show. It was just kind of like, because it already wasn't the type of show I would have been super into at that age. It was like, by the time I had done five episodes and watched every episode in between, it was like, I don't, I'm not connected to the show anymore and I'm not naturally obsessed with it. So I just, yeah, just kind of drifted out of it. (laughs) But has, has anybody ever, uh, you know, noticed you for being young Keith. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, <laughs> this is maybe depressing because I'm 29 now, but that's, uh, I would say that and one or two other things are the things that I'm recognized for the most, for sure. Yeah. Uh, one Tree Hill is probably the number one thing. People make the connection pretty quickly. Uh, if they're, if they're big devotees and they, a lot of times I'm, they'll, it'll take them a while, but they're like, 
it seemed a little familiar and yeah. Um, but yeah, it happens, happens still somehow still. Yeah. <laughs> you, you look very similar. I mean, yeah. I met like, yes, in, you, like in, in a complimentary way, you've got, yeah. you know, a young face, but it's the same face as when you I, was a kid. So I don't go, I don't go in the sun. That's a free tip for all your, all your watchers. That's <laughs> it. I like that. I could like to pitch you like Michael Jackson with an umbrella outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, so what happened after one tree hill so i think i read somewhere that you you did some stuff on broadway is that right yeah that was actually a long time before one tree hill so i when i i broke into acting it was you know i did um a few kind of smaller things in north carolina i did some commercials and i did uh dawson's creek might have been in between some of my broadway shows but it was around that time that i did broadway um but the Broadway run ended in 2001 and that was where I, I felt like I wanted to focus on screen acting over stage acting. They're obviously very different. Um, but, um, but yeah, the Broadway was awesome as well. Um, there, there are such different experiences. I think overall, I would always have to say that doing Broadway in a lot of ways was more fun than doing screen, but the kind of acting that you can do on screen feels a little more up my alley a little more real um so yeah did the broadway and then after one tree hill um honestly after one tree hill i think i maybe did one or two little you know indie movies and then started kind of slowing down because when i went off to college which i went to school for four years um it was hard to, I was, I was out in California, but it was hard to realistically get back and forth to LA like every weekend to audition um, from where I was in school. So um, kind of dropped off for a little while. Uh, and then, and then I lived in LA for another year and a half or so after I graduated college. And that was when my North Carolina agent basically happened to call me up and she was like, how's LA? And I was like, I kind of hate it. And it's like, how are auditions? I'm like, I've had hardly any. And so she's like, come to Atlanta. We'll send you out. We work in Atlanta, you know? And so now I'm in Atlanta. And since I moved to Atlanta, like four years ago, it's been hundreds of auditions. So it's, it's been good. And, uh, and two jobs. So, you know, definitely, uh, and definitely a little more my scene Atlanta over LA. I did the LA thing and it, it gets old, you know, (laughs) but yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. So the, um, what would be like a dream role for you? What is, what is like the number one wish list role that you could, that you could have? What I've thought about a lot the last couple of years, ironically, after what I was just talking about, I would at some point, if if the doors were to open, I would definitely really enjoy going back uh, to Broadway. I never stopped singing. I could, there are a few, I don't dance, but there are a few shows I could absolutely do. Um, so I've had kind of various, you know, dream roles on Broadway that I would totally go back and do. An iconic one that comes to mind would be I would I would have so much fun doing uh, Billy Flynn in Chicago on Broadway. Nice. Um, so that's that's a a dream role I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of film, it's 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 that's it, always a tough question because it's hard to answer until the role exists, right? Um, but certainly, there are plenty of filmmakers I'd love to work with. Um, but you know, and I do keep auditioning, but I have. Um, 
I, I kind of a little bit grew up and realized I the lifestyle that I like to lead, I need to have a steadier paycheck than any acting job. So I work in advertising now. Um, and writing has always been something I was good at as well. So I work in advertising now and I'm auditioning when I can. Um, and it's one of those things like for the right role, um, you know, I, I will either take time off or I will uh, do the job, come back and find a, a new advertising job. But uh, that's kind of my focus right now, just in terms of the day to day. So, yeah, that was a mouthful. I hope I answered your question. What was you it? did. You did. No, it was awesome. And I mean, just to say sincerely, you're awesome in the show. Um, and it's great to hear, you know, that you had a good experience with it, because like you were saying yeah. about, you know, the Mark Schwann stuff, there are obviously a yeah. lot of cast members that had a very negative experience. So it's great to hear when, you know, people, you know, didn't have anything like that and had a good time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and really appreciate your time. Um, is is okay. there, where can people like follow you and be involved in all of those things? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm on Instagram. My handle is at PSTOG, P-S-T-O-G. Um, I think, unless I changed my handle kind of recently. You can also search my name. It'll pop up. I'm on Instagram. Um, my, um, my website, which is actually just my advertising portfolio, but it's got some pretty good award-winning stuff in it, is patrickstogner.com. So that's fun. But yeah, I'm on Instagram a lot. Um, I'm on Facebook. Yeah, just Patrick Stogner. You'll find me. I'm, I'm one of the few Patrick Stogners out there, so you'll find me. <laughs> that's how I found you. So. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, thank you and good luck with everything in the future. Absolutely. I had fun. It was good talking to you.